0: Hi, and welcome to another podcast or video, depending whether you're watching on YouTube or on our podcast platforms. We're here with Claire Walker. Claire, how are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you, Darren. How are you doing?
0: Hey, I'm good, I'm good. We're sitting here on a Thursday afternoon. It's hot. Is it hot where you are?
1: It has clouded over a little bit, but um, I'm very fortunate. I've got an ever-changing view outside my window because I live in the Lake District. So, uh, yes, it may change to hot in moment's time. It <laughs> may rain
0: lovely lovely i'm jealous we're here talking with claire because you are an expert on personal values and we have just collaborated on some coaching cards so we have a bunch of coaching cards i'll grab some here like this but these are premium grow coaching cards and we've collaborated on some personal values and we want to talk to you about personal values and coaching cards all right So. Claire, what do you do at the moment? What's your day job?
1: My day job is that I am the coaching community of practice lead at Vodafone. Um, And I'm very fortunate with that. I have a wonderful team of internal coaching uh, coaches who are both certified and credentialed. There's about 100 of them. Um, And it's great. And a coachable pool within Vodafone of probably in the region of about 80,000 people. So we have a lot of work to do here.
0: Wow, wow. Wow. Wow! OK. OK. All right. So you're working for a very big company. You're doing coaching all day long and you've got a whole bunch of people who coach with you for you around you. All right. Fabulous. Fabulous. So before we get stuck into personal values, would you tell us a little bit of something weird and wonderful about you?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I was going to start with I'm very modest, but that's really hard when you ask that question, isn't it? <laughs> um, what do I, what's weird and wonderful about me? I, um, I'm a member of a local acting group. And I recently played a 75 year old woman um, who finds her neighbors ecstasy tablets and (laughs) proceeds to take them with some very interesting consequences. Um, So that's I love doing that. That's really good fun. And I think actually I really enjoyed playing her because I think one of my life's ethos is one of my um, my quotes is that you don't stop playing because you get old. You get old because you stop playing. Um, And so I think I love playing her because of that. And I think that kind of leads on to the fact that um, I love practical jokes. And one of the things I really miss about working from home is that you don't get to do them quite so much anymore. So, um, yeah, probably the weird thing about me is my my love of practical joking.
0: Lovely. Lovely. Wow. wow. OK. And in the nicest possible way that I'm going to ask this question, but particularly for our viewers, why should we listen to you about personal values? What do you know about it?
1: Um. I think because I can speak from experience about how values have changed my life um, and my relationships, but also about what I've witnessed um, within my coaches and also colleagues and within teams that we run this session with as well. So I can tell lots of really good stories in confidence um, about those experiences of what I've seen and really bring to life the values. Um, looking at them and, and looking at those around us, of as, as, as
0: those people around us as well. OK, OK. All right. Cool, cool, cool. You and I got to know each other over LinkedIn. Great platform. We collaborated on some coaching cards. Would you share those coaching cards that you've got that we collaborated on? I have
1: indeed. They're here. OK, Wonderful
0: so content. we've got these coaching cards. Um, each one, just show us some of those cards and a bit about them.
1: Yeah, so each one of these cards, they're a little bit different because all that they have on them is a word and and an icon. And that's all that they have with them. So whereas a lot of MBMs cards are question stacks that you can either use, I use them very much to, and I've got quite a few of them. I've got uh, time management and leadership and grow model um, and most recently the imposter syndrome ones. They are great for being a bank of cards, uh, a bank of questions that I read through and think. That's a great question. I wonder where I could ask that one. And they're amazing because they pop up every so often. You'll be coaching someone, you'll listen, you'll hear them say something and you think, oh, that great question that I I I'd read the other day on the cards. It pops into your head and you think this is really relatable to what they've just said. Um, so using them as, as coaching prompts, certainly not ever going through them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Although saying that, I do actually use them sometimes if you've got a coach who is very nervous um or a little bit skeptical about coaching okay. i will kind of fan the cards out especially if i'm doing grow model or i'm doing you know it's, those are coming useful and say to them pick a card and you answer one and so i'm not asking the questions they get to then get what it feels like to answer a question that i'll let them choose the questions sometimes as well i'll lay out 10 or 20 and they'll say oh, i'm going to answer that question it builds that confidence in being able to be a little bit more open and answer questions. So whereas a lot of MBN's cards are a a stack of questions that are very useful, um, the personal value ones are very different because they're not questions. They are literally, as I say, one word. So we've got leadership, humor, uh, punctuality, contribution, dependability, all of those. And there's about 70 cards all with a value on them and an icon on them. And each one of those values will mean something different to the person who's choosing it so yeah there it's a great great set of cards and the way the reason that i love them is because people it's that tactile thing people look at them feel them yes and i had somebody who did this two weeks ago with me (laughs) picked out one of the cards and just well burst into tears almost because the word on that card resonated with them so much that it was just so solid that they kind of and that was it. The tears came. Um, cool. So, yeah, wow. a great coaching moment as to, you know, wow, I can see there's some emotion there. What was it that came up then when you saw that word? Um, so so they're a little bit different in that they're single words as opposed to, to questions.
0: OK, so these cards are not questions, they're more prompts. Um, I think you and I called it when we were collaborating maybe team activity cards. Would you just bring to life for uh, for me, for the viewers, how do you use these things? You gather a bunch of people and give them some cards. How, what do you do?
1: Yeah. OK, so we've got within the cards. There is a, a 10 step exercise as to how to do this, but I'll, I'll walk you through how you do it. Um, so really, you get either an individual to get a, a, you know, an individual coaching or you get a team together who work together and might know each other, might not. I've done this with people who've known each other for a long time. I've, I've done it with new teams and it works perfectly well with both. And so you start off using it as personal values and you would give each member of the team a pack of these cards. So there's about, as I say, 70 different values on them. And it takes about, I normally find 12 to 15 minutes for them to go through the cards, these 17, what they tend to do. And it's very interesting when you watch people do it. Some people will do it this way up. And they will look at each the front of each card and go yeah there are other people who hold the cards this way up and they'll flip each card and then have a look and and then layer it down always very interesting to see but what the (laughs) the purpose is for them to go through all of those 70 cards and they tend to put them into three different piles they'll say yeah okay this one really resonates with me so that's going to be in my top 10 and that's the point of doing this is that they find their top 10 cards that one's going to be my top 10 they'll look at the next one and go no, that doesn't resonate with me. They'll put it in probably a discard pile, so to the side, because that's never, never going to be in my top 10. Might still be important, might still yep. be part of their life, but really what they will do is put it to one side. And then there'll be other cards that they'll not be quite so sure at. So they can put those in the whole pile and go, it might be in my top 10, I've not quite yet decided. So what they will end up with after those sort of 10 minutes is, is a line of 10 cards that are what yep. they will say is, is their up to 10 cards we always get people who go oh can I have 18 um, <laughs> my answer to that is always as long as non-conformity is at the top of, of that list and um, but what they will do is then sort out those top 10 cards and and even by just doing that is an eye-opener because people go yeah my values are honesty and trust and but when they actually see them in front of them and they start laying them out there will be values in there that they've never thought of as being something that's valuable to them. And so they lay them out in a line and have a look at them. But then I'll ask them a question that is looking at that top 10, which is the one that you cannot live without. It's non-negotiable. Oh, love it. If it wasn't in your life, it, would, it, wouldn't, yeah. It, yeah. it wouldn't be worth living. Or if somebody stands on it, you know, if somebody doesn't live up to that value, things like trust, honesty, you know, confidentiality. Think about what it would feel like if that wasn't in your life anymore, What, you know, which is the one. So they will look at that and they'll place that at their their number one. And then they can start to, as a team, if you're doing this as a team or as an individual or as a team, start to tell you what it is about that word, that value that's so important to them. And they will start to tell you it's very it's so eye opening when people start doing this because somebody will have a word on there and they will describe why it's important to them or what it is about that word but it doesn't mean the same thing to somebody else Uh and i had this recently with somebody who said they have wealth as number one and their team kind of went oh yeah right you know money bags over there and he said no 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 that's not what i mean what i mean is i need to wealth in my life that means that i've got food in my fridge i've got shoes on my feet and i've got names in my phone of people i can call when i need them I love that, that is what wealth means to me I
0: love that
1: yeah and the guys are like wow and, and it was a real eye-opener we had somebody else who when we did this uh, we said you know and we what we tend to do as well is if you're doing it online you can do this online is get people to type it out so that yeah. everybody shares a screen Or you get them to lay out. And I say, you know, put your number one card at the top. And somebody recently said, well, everyone's going to have the same card. And I I said, I'm just
0: thinking that's good. You
1: know, what what would you say everybody should have as their number one card? And they said, oh, love. Everybody's got to have love. And these voices went, I've not got love. I've got family. (laughs) I've got honesty. I've got this. And it was such an eye-opener that, yeah, we all have values. But, oh, my goodness, this is like your rule book nobody has the same set of values and even if you had the same 10 values they would not necessarily be in the same order or have the same value put on them and so then people started talking about well I've got this and family to me is my wife and kids and someone else said no family to me is what I've got here it's all the people around me that's what family means to me so people start having this respect for what is important to other people so somebody for example if they have punctuality in their their list and they say oh now i get it when i walk into a a room and you're sat there already and you go i always think that you're really annoyed with me and i never know why now i get it you have a thing you you have a value around punctuality now, if I've walked in with a fresh cup of coffee in my hand and, you know, I've been over that making that cup of coffee, talking to somebody who needed a bit of help, and therefore that's my value around connection or collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that your value around punctuality was going to mean. So if I now walk into a meeting room and I look at my clock and I'm like a minute over and I go, I'm sorry, that will then show that I've respected your value around that. That's good. And if I did that, what would that mean to you? And the people go, that would mean a lot to me because you then recognise that that's important to me and I live by it. So recognizing what people's values are and, and getting them to talk through that, that number one value is so powerful. People start to learn what other people's. I mean, we say this it's your rule book. What are the yes. rules that you live by? I so know. if it's about honesty, integrity, responsibility, leadership, inner peace. People will place value on different things. And that's where the power of this really is, because it not only gives you an understanding, it gives you connection with other people. It allows you to understand how to have a conversation with that person. And when I did this in my team, it was amazing because I Absolutely. had somebody who had inner peace and somebody who had leadership. So the person within a piece, when you needed a conversation with them, you would say, come on, let's just go for a walk down by the river. Let's go outside. Get a cup of tea, get a coffee, water, whatever we're doing, and let's have a conversation. And we would do that. Same topic of conversation with the person who's got leadership at the top of theirs. It would be right. I've booked a meeting room. Here's the agenda. Let's bash this out. Same <laughs> conversation, but in a very different way because it was what motivated them. What what were their drivers were? And we had this. And I've got another. I say I've got so many examples. Somebody who they had humor in their list, and their boss said. I had no idea that humor was something that was in you was going to be valuable to you. What you know what is it is about humor? What can you do in your day job or what can we do that means that humor shows up more for you? And the guy said, I just want to have some fun with PowerPoints. I just don't want to do scripts, bullet points, you know. I I want to be able to go and have a bit of fun with it. And he went, Go do it. And you know, this guy went from being like a yeah, you know, coming to work four out of ten, it's fine be suddenly an eight out of ten nine out of ten where people were coming to him and saying show me what you did in that powerpoint because that was so i really enjoyed watching that and it really made a difference because his value around fun he was allowed to suddenly bring it into his day job which he never thought he could so being able to understand and recognize that is that's where the
0: power is I love those stories and I was just thinking back to those few minutes ago where you said that guy had love and the other guy was like, I think I put love in my discard pile. This yes. guy's freaking out. Hold on, hold on. Loves loves everything. So okay. <laughs> yeah, we get it. We get it. I love that. And the examples are great. So just to recap, bunch of people in a room, they've each got a deck of cards, this tall. Um, we find out about values, they're separating them into discard maybe and absolute piles, something okay. like that. Yeah. And then they're talking about what's in their different paths. OK. OK. Wow. wow, wow. And, and and what if we go to the end game of that, what have they figured out? Yes, we've got different values, but why does that matter?
1: It matters for the pretty much for those examples that I gave. You get that understanding. One of the great things that I love about the that is kind of a byproduct of doing this exercise with people is it creates an atmosphere of psychological safety because you're also saying to people okay you've laid out your 10 values tell me about what's important to you people start telling you what is their motivator their driver what they will avoid what they will do to to get something where they need to focus but nobody can tell them that they're wrong because it's their personal value and that's the whole thing in this so people will sit and it's There is such a calm in the room and people sit and they listen because they want to learn about how do I do this differently with you? What is important to you? And it's just great. And then what we do at the um, during this, either get people to lay out their values so that everybody can walk around the table and see what's in there. Or we get people to share a screen and put them all onto an Excel spreadsheet so you can then see everybody's values. You start seeing the correlations between ah that's why I get on with you because we've got very very similar values or I can see that um if I need to brainstorm with somebody I can see you've got innovation at the top of your list I'm going to come to you next time or you've got empathy up there I'm going to come to you next time I need to have that that conversation or a conversation you then start to recognize as well how what shapes people what makes them be who they are and that really within teams and and it isn't a one-off exercise what I see and I've just done this this morning with somebody with with a a team of people is we've done a retrospective on it and said okay what have you seen in the last year because we had all their values on the screen and said what have you seen in the last year what's shown up on there and they started pinpointing so values is great for after the event times as well Mm -hmm. because you then walk out of somewhere and you go, God, and, you know, there's something niggling me about that conversation we've just had or, or uh, you know, the meeting. What was it? And you suddenly start thinking, what? which of my values didn't show up at that point? It's because I wasn't given autonomy. I wasn't given uh, respect. I wasn't. You suddenly start understanding that if your value hasn't shown up or it's been yeah. on, or there's been friction around that value, um, it can really make you feel horrible. It can it can make you understand uh why things haven't worked and why it didn't feel comfortable to you. So it's great and it's not just a one-off um event. And we say this as well, it's not um you know your values can change day by day depending on what is happening in your life. And so don't we say don't have them put on a t-shirt and don't have them printed out as your team values this sort (laughs) of live by. Just recognize as well that values will change over time. But sometimes you need to focus on your values to reach your goal. Yep. Um, another coaching example of this one. I had a guy put out his values and he was he was a member of the band. And so he was going out every week with his, you know, his his band and his friends. And he had in his top like he had music, he had social, he had family. Mm-hmm. And he wondered why his wife was getting a little bit upset with him because he had her at number three. In his top 10 values. And so through the coaching conversations, you know, where do you need to focus your energy? What do you need to do differently? And he moved her up to number one and said, this is where she needs to be. Therefore, I need to do things differently to ensure that I value her as number one, not, you know, behind the music and and, and the social. And he did that. And and this, I mean, that's like four or five years ago. He's happily, happily married. It changed the way that they conversed. In the same way it did with me when I first did this with my husband, which you can read in the, you know, the blog that we did. You know, I did this one afternoon in a work environment on the train home. I'm kind of thinking, I know what my husband's top ten are going to be. I'll I'll, I'll list them out now. I did this exercise with him, and in his top five, I didn't get any of those right. (laughs) And we've been married thirty years, (laughs) and I didn't get his top five. And that just shows you how these values can really be subconscious to us, you know, uh, but also definitely to other people as well. And so I sat with him and said, okay, tell me what your values are, what's important to you, but really importantly, what can I do that means that this shows up more? Yeah. And so by having that conversation completely changed the way that we had conversations, uh, completely changed the way that we would interact with each other. I mean, we, there was nothing wrong with the marriage beforehand, but it made things a, even better, purely because we've done this exercise and kind of opened each other's rule books and said, this is what's important to me. This is what I want to be able to
0: to see more of. And it's brilliant for doing that. I do love that term rule book because we have our own rule book. We often don't know what our, what is on our rule book. And all this exercise does is translate for us. Okay, I'm translating what's in here with these cards to, oh, that's your rule book. I love that idea. I not heard that before, rule book. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, and and let's, for those people who are, we use a term that we've heard other people use of, if it's all a bit foo-wah-wah, it's a bit too pink and fluffy, what's the real business benefit? Why should I care rather than go do this fluffy stuff? What
1: would you yeah. say? um yeah i think for all those reasons that i've already given it's the psychological safety that you can build within a team if you've got a team who aren't communicating because you start with it as being a personal value everybody looks in and their personal values and they look down to themselves and they reflect you then ask them to start sharing that that then can really build that psychological safety it starts to build respect within a team because you go okay so I now get why you do that differently you are into autonomy or boldness or whatever it might be when you start to see and understand why other people's values might differ to yours but also why you might get on with somebody but the other thing that I love that it, it does it gives you a permission to voice your values as well So if you are in a meeting and it's not quite feeling right and you say, hang on a minute, can I just raise the flag here on the honesty value? Are we being absolutely honest about this project? Because at the moment, there's something not quite feeling right about it. So what is what's the value that we're not meeting right now? Because it might be honesty is our value around trust being there. Um, And when I do the personal values I talk through Brené Brown's braving trust as well yeah, which holds the values of the braving the reliability uh sorry the boundaries the reliability the confidentiality the accountability all of those sort of things and when you talk through that people then start to recognize as well that's why I feel trust with you is because you're non-judgmental you are generous you are have integrity people start to very much understand what builds that trust but also why people are motivated by certain things so if you're motivated oh. by money and you're not getting paid enough you're probably not going to want to show up to work in full on and so you can see why people then have these motivators these drivers why someone might be avoiding something um but lets you really understand how to talk to people in a way that will resonate with them as well so it's a great connector um oh, and that building builder of rapport as well
0: I love that one. Maybe like one, two final questions. So we have our own rule book. Does that mean we have a rule book then if we're part of a team and part of a company? How, how does that happen? So my rule book, does it then change? It can do. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. A lot of people actually this when we do it in a work environment. They say, am I looking at these at my home or am I looking at these in uh, yeah. a business environment? Choose. You can choose one or the other. Okay. And finally, run it twice if you need to, to find yeah. out actually. What is it that I'm doing at work that I'm not doing at home? Is there a gap between the two of them? Am I being authentic, therefore, if my top 10 core values are differing in my different situations? But it can. It can change completely depending on what your circumstances are. Um, You know, life changing injuries or critical illness is going to change your value on life. I've seen this happen. Uh, where people will then look at their values and really change the way that they uh, they focus and give them energy because of the way that their life circumstances
0: are as well. I'm not even sure it's in our deck. I must check. But I realize that my key value is fairness. And it's taken me a long time, a lot of years on the planet to realize that fairness is really important to me. And if someone steps on my fairness, the world goes off. Mm But it's my definition of fairness as well, which is probably not as defined as everyone else's. I don't know.
1: It's true, and it's it's it was the thing this morning that set the vibration off on me. Um, in the UK at the moment, and in England at the moment, they everybody's getting their A level results today, and they're mm. talking about how they've marked the A levels much more strictly this year than they have in the last two years, yeah. and it set something off on me, and I I immediately thought that's my fairness value going really how can how can that and I recognize straight away that that's what it was doesn't mean right. that I then go oh that's what it is god i i, I allowed me to then understand that knowledge that that's not something I like happening no, so it, it, it can really nice. be yeah it can really allow you to have that understanding of what's going on with you which can if you can name it you're already starting to understand it control it, deal with it work on it so yeah absolutely it's um, very interesting. what your values are are
0: are very very important i've got a friend who i always call and he doesn't call me ever that's starting to annoy me it's not fair but at least i know what it is within me i expect this of him all right um claire let's fabulous let's do a shameless plug for you what's your shameless plug in 30 seconds do you want people to come use you as a coach what would you like
1: yeah, absolutely. So I am on LinkedIn, so you can find me on there, Claire Walker, PCC. And um, I also have my own coaching co- company, which is a coaching conversation.co.uk. But also just plugging the cards. I mean, one of the things when I was thinking about the weird and wonderful <laughs> is that actually, uh, one of my the, the, the thing that resonates best with me is helping other people to progress, learn who they are, who they want to be, what makes them tick. So for me, I mean, the second, third shameless plug really is if if you can go and use these cards with people. But if you do come and tell me about it on LinkedIn, because oh, that, that means please. so much to me to hear how people have used these values cards and the difference that it's made for their team. And if you have any questions about it, as you can tell, I can talk about this for hours. So um, I would be more than happy to have a conversation if anybody wanted to have that conversation. Just come and find me either on LinkedIn or Claire at acoachingconversation.co.uk.
0: We'll add those links on the YouTube video at the bottom of the article, the podcast. We'll add, add them all there so you can click on them. Claire, you've come across as an absolute expert on personal values. Thank you. The stories, you clearly lived it. Um, big thank you for doing it. And also a big thank you for collaborating on the cards. Um, big thanks. You're very welcome. Oh, I'm going to ask you, what's your top value? I'm going to ask you that and then let you go. What's your number one value? This this comes to uh,
1: but what I was saying earlier is that they change over time.
0: Okay. So, like choosing your top film, I guess it just.
1: My favourite child. No, um, <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> I love them both
0: equal. Um,
1: my top value is probably respect because I okay. think so much falls under respect, and if you don't have respect from people have uh, a few respect honesty trust fairness they they all kind of fall into each other, but yeah um they play around each other, but yeah, I think respect is is one of the most important ones.
0: I love that because when I asked that question, you did some real soul searching because you really understand this topic it's which one and, and the rest was going, well, we'll just choose this one and you've gone right into your soul and come back <laughs> out Wow, wow, thank you for being an expert. This is great. We shall see you next time um.